Hey folks, welcome to Just in the Nick of Time for what's the what's the date? It's the uh 312 2020. The time is 7:21 on this beautiful Lincoln afternoon. Yep. So the first thing I wanted to do is timestamp this. Obviously, uh you know, think yep. if you listen to us, you know what we're going to talk about this week. Uh there's not much else to talk about for at least our first um First portion here. So, uh, a couple things I want to get straight right off the bat. Um, this is a tough time to read the news. This is a scary time to consume media that's that's particularly talking about the coronavirus pandemic right now. Um, and so, I just want to say that that is what we're going to talk about. And if you're not interested in hearing that, um, it's possible we could drop a timestamp when we release this if we're going to talk about other things later if not howdy y'all editing justin here i'm just letting y'all know that if you would like to not listen to the part of this podcast which is a serious coronavirus discussion uh, just skip ahead to 4455 and that's when we'll start to talk about other things in this realm and in this episode uh, there is some information that is outdated nascar and indycar have both suspended for at least a month and the masters has also been suspended this very well could be our whole episode this evening so i just wanted to let folks know that you should take care of yourself if this isn't something you feel good sitting around and thinking about go get some fresh air find media that isn't talking about this take care of yourself because um you know mental health is just as important as physical health and we're all learning very quickly how important both of those things are. Um, second, I want to make clear that while this is a sports podcast and we're going to talk about the sports angles of this, that is definitely one of the least least important things. Uh, and while we might whine a little bit and talk about how we're going to miss our sports, I think I can speak for Justin. When yeah, I say, yeah, I was about to say you very well called me out there. Well, no, 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 but it's it's and it's we were just chatting before the show and it it sucks and we're going to get into that, yeah. but. First and foremost, we want to make clear that the, the lives at stake here um, are are so much more important than any sporting event getting canceled, getting postponed, getting moved back, getting played without fans. Um, and I think that it is, I'm going to come right out and say it, I think it's downright irresponsible uh, to go online or go anywhere and push leagues and push players and push any people who are relevant to the situation to hold events because um, frankly the facts say otherwise the facts say that it is the wisest thing to do is to not gather in public places um, we are you know exponents which you may not have thought about since grade school are a hell of a drug and um, we are currently at the bottom end of an exponential curve the question is how quickly, um, how, how steep that curve is. If canceling the events we all know about and care about and love, like sporting events, like concerts, even religious services and things, you know, if canceling those events is what it takes to flatten out that curve, it's vital that we don't overload our health system. So I, you know, <laughs> I have seen flare-ups of people... Um, saying that this is ridiculous, it's stupid that they can't just play it without fans, it's it's stupid that they can't go forward with this. You know, I have no time for that. 
I have zero time for the people who are willing to risk human lives on a mass scale for sporting events. I have zero patience. Uh, and I just, that said, we are going to talk about how this sucks. And I think that there's room for both of those conversations. But obviously, leagues uh, and the relevant people are making the decisions that, that have to be made for the betterment of um, society and the betterment of, um, of all of us, really. Hopefully, you know, my, my, my heart and my thoughts go out to the people who have to make those decisions because they're not easy ones. Um, but, yeah. So as, uh, on a programming note, obviously, um, we are going to have less to talk about mm-hmm. for a while. We are also going to have less ability to meet and speak about that. Um, we, if you've listened for a long time, you very obviously know we both attend the University of Nebraska Lincoln. Question: Should we just call this the season one finale, just in case? Yeah, we're twenty five episodes in. Yeah, about we're what one week short of half a year. Um, we were always going to take a week off soon for spring break. I think that's probably going to become two weeks. The building we use is likely to be closed. Um, the equipment we use is not going to be accessible to us. I would like, um, depending on where the world is at in a couple of weeks, to be able to makeshift something together and be able to get something out. Um, a one-hour episode devoted entirely to Crazy Crab. Or like, <laughs> it's somewhere, somehow, someone will deem some sporting event safe. I'm sure of it. I believe. I think cricket's still going on. No, cricket got canceled. Didn't Dang I? it! Yeah, I, was I heard about a that cricket on cricket fan. We gotta find something. Uh, esports. Esports. <laughs> but are, esports are gonna be booming. Yeah, Twitter's gonna go off. Like, like we all have too much free time to be on Twitter right now. Can you imagine in a couple of weeks? But just to give folks a sense of scope. I tormented myself to look up as many different closures and cancellations as I could before this. So let's start off with college sports. All spring sports are canceled. That means not only March Madness, which I was particularly excited about this year, and the College World Series, which is always a good time. Conference tournaments in basketball all seem to be done, mm -hmm. which is, you know, that makes sense, especially considering how the Nebraska-Indiana game went last night and by god is that a 30 for 30 waiting to happen like i can we did you watch it the nebraska indiana game yes um but i would like to point out nebraska did technically finish in a tie for second place in the big 10 tournament this year i'm not wrong about that so that being said it's a really good point and we did so we did so with two football players two football players a coach who scared the entire country the whole damn nation Yep. <laughs> and we only found out that it wasn't what we feared it was, thanks to his son's Snapchat. Yeah, which definitely seemed sketchy when it first came out. It um, is, but, like, why would they release him if he was, you know? Here's, here's my thing. We he just said he hadn't tested positive. So, like, the nomenclature around this is really, really difficult. We only have so many tests in this nation. Uh, that's all I'm going to say before I say things I'm going to have to put my foot in my mouth about. But our testing capacity is limited, which means 
you can put people through a preliminary screen. That preliminary screen has an influenza A and an influenza B test because we've got those in spades and can diagnose that easily. Um, but if you don't have that and yet aren't exhibiting signs of necessarily coronavirus, they'll release you. So for a minute, when I read Jack's Snapchat story and it was like, he's been released. And I don't believe it said he's got the flu. I think it said he's been released. I thought, my God, they just decided not to test him. So I'm going to go look it up to Yeah, I appreciate the fact check, but um, one of the holy boys. The NBA has been um, indefinitely postponed, definitely suspended. Thanks um, in no small part to one Rudy Gobert, who we can talk about our thoughts about that in a moment. The NHL has been indefinitely suspended. The XFL has been suspended today. Um, Just very recently, Major League Baseball is pushing back their um, start for two weeks. Uh, NASCAR has no fans for the next two races. IndyCar has no fans for some races. Formula One canceled their first race of the year. And God knows what happens next. Uh, um, the, bec- pl- the players tournament has been closed to fans. Yep. The players has been closed to fans and they will be like that through the Valero Texas Open, which is the weekend before the Masters. Um, the Masters is currently assessing the situation, um, which is... I didn't realize how close the Masters were until I realized we might not get them this year. MLS has been indefinitely suspended. International soccer all over has basically been indefinitely suspended. The Premier League is up in the air, but God, I hope they suspend it. Um, oh, it's going to get suspended. You hear about Arsenal manager? Did he say they won't play? What happened? Ars- What's the Arsenal manager's name? I honestly don't remember off the top of my head. He That's tested the positive today. What? Yep. Ah! I'd like to go. I'd really, I'd really like to go 30 minutes without learning something new that sucks for somebody across the world. Really? Like, I, oh, God. The last two days have been a long year. Um, tennis has been indefinitely suspended six weeks is what they're saying for tennis oh really nba is a month is it really did they release that yes a month at minimum is what they've currently set the limit at from what i've read a month is not realistic Mm -hmm. um If, if we're going off of what's happened worldwide the chinese basketball association took 10 weeks so and Make whatever you will of their situation and how they've treated it versus how we have and potentially will. But I'm just saying that that's the only precedent I have for if. Yep. And it's um, arguable that um, those um, containment efforts were more successful than the ones across the world are going to be because they started from the get-go so this sucks yeah sucks on a lot of levels um it sucks for sports fans it it just it sucks for people um sports i think in my life 
um, are most important because they serve as a distraction from, uh, for me, the news. Um, when I get to the sports page, when I get through my daily cycle of news to ESPN, um, you know, that's when I kind of get to shift gears and read about things that I'm no longer reading because I feel the need to be informed. It's because I, I want to know what's going on now. We're both members of the press. It's not an easy time to be a member of the press. At best, you're sitting on Twitter um, watching the world burn because it's your job to know what's going on. Um, and you're watching members of your profession whom you have the utmost respect for um, be called fear mongers and liars and have it be insinuated that they are only telling people the truth because they want those people to be scared. That's painful. We're all humans. And that's hard to hear. At worst, um, you know, lots of members of the press are uh, literally under um, assault every time they open their phone. That, uh, to me, is disgusting and incredibly disappointing. And I just want to say here and now I think folks should take it easy on the press um, I, you know, I work for a local paper. People are busting there right now, um, to get the most up-to-date news that people need to know out as quickly as possible. So, um, if you've ever had any sympathy for us in our profession, now's a good time to find some. I'm legitimately concerned about, um, the sports press. Uh, you spend all year getting excited about this stuff. What that does to somebody's mental health, uh, you know, that can be really affecting. So my heart and my thoughts go out to those people. I'm sure Justin feels the same way. Yeah. And then Justin is legitimately a member of the sports press and not just pretending to be one like I am. So um, thank you. <laughs> you know, if, that's, that's far more praise than my WordPress and YouTube deserve. But thank you. <laughs> But um, we are hopefully going to have a podcast. We're hopefully going to find stuff to talk about. I am sure you are going to get even more rando pieces from Justin on his site. Yes. I would encourage you to support him and to support all sports journalists through this time. And uh, The Justino Show.com. Hit it up. It's funny. Uh, I'm, I'm worried about the kind of people who live for this stuff, both from a financial perspective but players, uh, think about, and I, what's a good example of a school for this? Think about, all right, as much Rutgers as I. Rutgers or Dayton? Are you talking about? Yeah. Think about Dayton players. Think about, I'm sure Dayton's got at least one senior on the roster. Mm-hmm. The, the NCAA said it is looking into seeing if they can keep those seniors around another year. I doubt they will, but they said they will at least look into it. I feel like basketball, it's unlikely. Mm -hmm. I would think that for track and field and baseball baseball and things that are just starting, it's more likely that they are awarded another year of eligibility, but also... 
you know, for, for good players, that might mean another year that they don't go make money in the pros. Um, the NBA draft's going to be a mess. Absolutely. Uh, teams aren't going to know what they need. Teams aren't going to know what they're getting. Uh, es- especially if it gets pushed back. Yeah, I can't pr- in particular think of any singular standouts like we had last year in Zion. Mm-hmm. Because those typically come out of the woodwork right now. And half of the projected top 10 all year currently play overseas. So mm-hmm. there's literally no way any scouts can travel to see them. Yeah, uh, that's another thing. Heart and thoughts go out to folks stuck overseas anywhere be- because of this outbreak. And, uh, you know, obviously a lot of people... Uh, in the sports world, um, especially, you know, folks know that my, one of my passions is international sport. I am a, I'm a fan of the uh, McLaren F1 team. It sounds like um, somebody in that paddock has been exposed to coronavirus. <sighs> you and I are both young people. Mm-hmm. And so it's been really easy i think for folks our age to say to look at the statistics and say i'm fine it's cool i'm gonna be okay and sure maybe i'm a little worried about my loved ones who are older folks and my loved ones who are in communities and um in situations where they might be more um likely to suffer if they're exposed um what frustrates me is people's inability to understand that at the end of the day, um, them taking care of themselves, them realizing that, that social distancing is important, uh, matters, you know, obviously this disease sucks. It clearly sneaks up on people. There are folks who seem totally able-bodied who are getting bad cases that are in serious, serious situations now. But if you take care of yourself, there's a very good chance the knock-on effects of that save a life or more than one because this disease is, is going to spread and it's going to spread fast and anything we can do to contain that spread makes it more likely that we can keep those people safe and have hospital beds for them if they do suffer it. Um, you know, there are folks who are involved in F1 <laughs> who are not spring chickens. Um, you know, people get involved when they're young and they, they never leave. And I'm thinking today about folks like Frank Williams, who um, is... Is he affiliated with Williams? He's the founder. And he is... Oh, God, I don't know his age. Dirt plus about five years. But, yeah, he's already paralyzed from the waist down. He was paralyzed in a horrible accident, has fought through so many things. The idea that he could be exposed to this because, you know, because someone at Williams could get it from someone at McLaren or, or some, you know, someone in the paddock right now could have unconfirmed cases we don't know about because that's the thing. The cases we don't know about greatly outweigh the number of ones that we do know about, particularly in this country. Think about, think about all the college basketball coaches that are over 65, there's a fair amount. Mm-hmm. People don't just wander away. You know, think about the fact that Doc Sadler 
not a spring chicken was, you know, touching and putting his arm around Fred Hoiberg last night. If that didn't, you know, if that didn't put a little scare in you, it should have. Yeah, we are going to have a lot less to cover. So we apologize if there are going to be lulls in the uh, intrigue here. I think the idea to me that this podcast could help somebody take their mind off of something, you know, if we're helping one person, like, be able to think about something else as this gets worse, then I want to keep making it. Um, um, Rudy Gobert. Yes. the I want to come back to that. To Rudy Oh, are you doing that now? Yeah, like that. Okay. I'd like to come back to it now. Okay. Do you want to open? Okay, I, I've, I've clearly I've, talked too much. I apologize. Been... <laughs> uh, I have followed Rudy Gobert's career, his entire career, and I mean this with the utmost respect for his health. That I am not at all surprised that he is the first one to do this. He has always been kind of a dingbat of sorts. Um, and I've sort of loved that about him until it became really, really threatening to other people. Uh, when he's crying and saying, people just don't care about defense anymore after he misses the All-Star team. That's one thing I can laugh at. But making a, hey guys, wouldn't it be funny if I got coronavirus joke and then literally getting it two days later? Even though I will say something about Mike Gate. Uh, some reporters <laughs> in the room have said that have came to the slight defense of Gobert and said, hey, he, he was breathing on our mics all week long. It is very unlikely that him touching it is what is, is, would be the thing that spreads it. Not saying yeah. he, shouldn't, he should have done that, but I'm saying that as people might have initially speculated, uh, it is unlikely, though not confirmed, I don't know how we could confirm this or if we can, that... Rudy Gobert touching the microphones is what gave him the virus, or if one of the people in the room catches the virus, is that is for sure the incident they got it from him. Yeah, and I, to me, that was never the question. Like, that mm-hmm. seems, I'm not an epidemiologist, I am not a microbiologist, I know a lot of them. Shout out to the microbiologists listening to this podcast. You too are going through the ringer, a lot of you. Um, shout out to the CDC. But... Uh, if anyone at the Center for Disease Control listens to this podcast, please, God, tweet at me and I will Venmo you money for lunch or a beer or whatever you need to buy yourself to be okay. Anyway, uh, that's neither here nor there and highly unlikely, but, um, yeah, no, I wasn't concerned about that. To me, it is a clear, (laughs) just... (laughs) The clearest illustration I can think of that you aren't taking this seriously and that you do not understand. And like, no, is this more than I could probably expect out of the average American? No. But come on, please. It's just, I didn't know about that moment until after I found out that Mm -hmm. he had it, which you know, definitely colors my interpretation of the moment. Yes. And no, would we be piling on Rudy Gobert if this hadn't happened? Less so. Yes. But knowing what we know, I am not 
I am somehow even less inclined to support the Utah Jazz, and I didn't know that was possible. (laughs) (laughs) You're a Rockets fan, and y'all and the Jazz have had some beef, so... (laughs) There are worse reasons to have beef, and clearly worse people to have beef with, Mm -hmm. so... Yeah. I'm all about looking for thin silver linings, uh, especially these days. And we have not looked good recently. This is going to be a nice little chance to regroup. Like, <laughs> small ball has not been working out in the last few weeks. No. Uh, it looked really good at the beginning of it. Yeah, first in, week. First two weeks looked yeah. really good. And then you're starting to have a little buyer's remorse towards <laughs> oh, <laughs> when you lose by that much to the Orlando Magic. When you let Michael Carter-Williams drive the lane on you. It works. When it's working. It works so pretty when it's working. Oh, yeah, But if the last NBA basketball we see this year is was... is Serbian 7'4 man, <laughs> Boban Marjanovic dropping 31? Honestly, that might that might have brought me more joy than the finals matchup could have. It was a weird game. That, uh... Oh, my God. that's that, that whole game was like... I was like, okay. I've just gotten into the NBA. I would like to see as many games this season as I can. This could very well be the last one. I am so excited for Kings Pelicans. And I sat there and I was like thinking about it. And I was like, okay, on one hand, I think they should all leave. Because like that is what my gut says. On the other hand, we are all already here. We have all already traveled here. We will still all have to come back. Are we, like, really just going to leave in the event that somebody coughs on somebody? Like, at that point, the risk return is, like, you know, Mm -hmm. people already breathing on each other. Is the length of exposure really that, you know, maybe? Sure, it's possible that that coronavirus guy who was there breathes on less people if you send them all home. But we're here. Play the game. And... At the very least, you know, it would have made it seem like the NBA was less panicked if they had either made a decision before they sent the teams out or made a decision, you know, after the game. But the fact that they were, like, we're suspending matches and also this one, like, ten minutes later, they're like, Mm -hmm. just walk up the floor. Like, that to me did not look like a good rollout. The F1 rollout was the biggest... The biggest clombogomble. You said clombogomble. I know, you got me too. The <laughs> biggest clombogomble I have ever seen. So, Australia, you know, yeah. it's like not in this time zone. It's not at all in the UK's time zone. It ain't in anybody's time zone. It's way around the damn world. Last night, it was like noon in Australia when they suspend the NBA which was the first major professional sports league to topple. Mm-hmm. Um, so that, I think, is when F1 started to seriously have discussions. Not a little bit later. Um, sometime when it was night for us, the McLaren um, member, we don't even know who it is at this point, uh, tests positive. And it takes... Until what is effectively 8.30 the next morning for them 
to cancel the race. Which means more people were hanging out in Australia, more people didn't know they needed to cancel flights, more people didn't know they needed to turn around and get return flights. For another whole evening and a little bit of a morning, people are panicking trying to figure out if the race is still going on. People were still headed to this thing at the time, who could have canceled flights if they'd gotten a response out sooner. This is going to show a lot of stress on our social institutions in a lot of ways, but dear God, do sports leagues not look great right now. Just do not look organized like you'd want them to be. That's all I have to say about that. Yeah. And Kings Pelicans, I guess, uh, I, they were planning on playing until it came out that the official had, within the last three days, I believe, ref to Rudy Gobert game. Oh, really? I didn't know about that. Oh, you didn't know about that? No, I didn't know that aspect. Yeah. So that's what so that's what made the Pelicans say, we don't want to play this game. The Kings were raring to go. The Pelicans were not. And uh, let me just say, uh, after that game got canceled and they just threw it to Scott Van Pelt and said, floor is yours, buddy. Make something happen. He did a great job. That was beautiful. That was, it was totally surreal. Yeah. But it was really, really well done. It's it's hard to imagine how he could have done that better, honestly. Like I'm not much of a cable news watcher, but he did what they should, everyone should be doing right now. Yeah. Don't don't say anything you don't know. Talk yep. to people who know stuff, and just constantly refresh with updates of the information you already have. Mm-hmm. Fill the space. Yes. Find something because one and, of the and, things- and and most of all. Remain calm. Yes. Scott Van Pelt, not once. Soothing. Th- throughout the two hours I watched that broadcast, hoping for an update on Fred Hoiberg, Scott Van Pelt never changed his tone. Nope. Always kept it serious. Twitter was not giving me the same vibes. No. Twitter was hitting a little different. Mm-hmm. Yeah. God bless Scott Van Pelt. He's such, he's a national treasure, man. He really is. And you're totally right that that's exactly, like, this is, you know, people crap on cable news a lot, but this is what cable news can do. Mm -hmm. Um, I think it's been doing it since arguably, like, the Iran hostage crisis. It's been doing it since the OJ chase. Sherpa the country through this madness. Help us get from point A to point B. And Scott Van Pelt did an incredible job. A plus. In an incredibly confusing time. When it would have been easy to lash out at the NBA. When it would have been easy to lash out at Rudy Gobert. When it would have been easy to say, I'm angry and I'm lost and I'm confused. He was incredibly sympathetic. He was incredibly controlled. He was incredibly intelligent. And... (sighs) Some of the best breaking news reporting on air that I've seen in my relatively short lifetime. But Same you've, here. You've got to think that in that moment, that's a like, obviously the severity of the incident doesn't like pales in comparison to these things, but it would be similar to like trying to broadcast, again, severity different, the night we got Bin Laden. Where it's just like information is being doused on you. You do not know how to parse through it. And yet you have to do it in or, real time. Or, or more recently, as we saw with Kobe Bryant. Yes. How, how they had to interrupt, find a way to interrupt the Pro Bowl 
to let people know that news. Arguably didn't. And yeah. It, I think the sports world has covered this a lot better than they easily, covered the Kobe thing. Easily. The, 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 the Kobe thing is what made me think the NBA would continue on with Kings Pelicans since it was, it was very obvious early on that the players were not prepared to play the day of Kobe Bryant's death. And they kept playing. And they kept on playing. Now, here's an interesting question. The NBA was one of the most reactive in this scenario. Do you think they learned from the Kobe incident that we got to stop games? I I think a lot of what Adam Silver has done that has garnered him praise is I've always been more critical on Adam Silver than most because his two biggest victories, in my opinion, have come when there was really no other option, mm-hmm. which is banning Donald Sterling for life. Right. Anything under that would have garnered him intense criticism right. for who Donald, given who Donald Sterling was. Right. And as soon as a player tests positive, there is no way you can keep any league going. So I think that's the reason the NBA was at the forefront of this. I, I think they would have probably canceled today if after uh, presumably everyone else would have suspended but that gobert announcement yeah there was no other option because did anybody honestly believe they were going to see a future of games played without fans these next two weeks i kind of because that just seemed to me as them trying to find out a way to let us to make this hurt a little less like, really? Like, to me, to me, that's how it writes. Like, if you hear, like, three, four days ago, hey, we're not going to have fans in any of these games. This stuff's getting crazy. So you're like, will this be still as fun without the fans? That, that's disappointing. Well, at least the games are still going on. And then after you learn some more, it's like, the games aren't going on anymore, but would have really have been all that with, with no fans? I, th- I think that was their way of, A trying to keep the product going for as long as possible but there was also a little bit of when this stuff looks like we'll eventually have to cancel this would make it hurt less so that's a really interesting theory um and i think it's totally possible here's where i'm at um it seems unlikely to me that that would be the case because at the end of the day, this is a business. <laughs> and when did they announce games would be without fans? Literally the day they canceled. Oh, earlier that day. Earlier that day, they said that's that's the steps they were taking. But that's before we knew about Rudy. Yes, that's before it was confirmed about Rudy. So I think what you're saying is, so you don't want to play at this point because you're, none of your players are definitely sick. Mm-hmm. What you want to do is ensure that the fans... Also, you're reacting to the NCAA, which at the time was under the same set of circumstances, right? Yes. The NCAA had already said no fans in our March Madness games, or at least at some conference tournaments. Mm-hmm. So you have to react and say, okay, well, we're not about to be less safe than the other major basketball league in the country. Um, you also are a business at the end of the day. And at the time, like, news traveled fast yesterday. Yes. And we did like, not know what was going on. Like, uh, you might not have felt the s- same way as I did, but when I woke up that morning... Yesterday morning? Y- yesterday morning. Uh, thank you for that clarification. 
I, at that time, fully expected to see a March Madness with fans and to see an NBA season complete all 82 and then go on to the playoffs at its regularly scheduled time. There was nothing out there. It just ramped up so much that... I didn't think we'd be with fans. Yes. I thought both would finish without fans. I thought that was reasonable. I thought that you could probably make an argument to at least move forward. But then you have a scare in the NCAA with a coach, which hit very close to home for uh, us here at Nebraska. And then you have an actual case in the NBA within literally, what was it, like a six-hour span? Both yes. of those developed. So... Yeah, the fact that today they're both totally off, of course, Mm -hmm. makes a lot of sense. Um, And uh, some further information, uh, today, an official who worked the Colonial Athletic Conference Tournament, which it's a mid-major Division I tournament. We all know how much Justin loves those. I love those so much. And the winner does go to to the NCAA. One of their officials tested positive for the virus, so... If there was, if somehow you got to this point and you still had any doubt of, on what the NCAA's decision was, yes, this thing would have directly hit. We could very reasonably expect that due to whichever, what team won the Colonial this year? Gosh, I don't even know. I know I watched some of those games. Hmm. Oh, what? it was Hofstra. What? Hofstra. Charles Barkley has been tested for coronavirus. Is he positive? No, he's rating results. It's going to be twenty or 48 hours, it sounds like. Dude, poor Nick Wyman, who we had on the podcast, literally just tweeted out how he's going to shut down his everything XFL account for a while because yeah. there's not going to be anything to say. Like This this could be the end of that league. Mm-hmm. Very easy. And my, like, their timing was so important the momentum needed to build throughout this season, those playoffs were going to fall at the perfect time, mm-hmm. right before the NBA playoffs. Uh, now, presumably, those te- leagues will start up at similar times, um, and it'll end up being... Before this week, um, there was something that came out that made it seem the XFL might not last another season. Uh, I don't know if this is the time to say any of these things, but Vince McMahon. Oh, uh, God, that story. I forgot about that yeah. story. It's very easy to forget this story, but Vince McMahon, there's a large chance he literally does not have the money he said he did when he bought everything about the XFL. Like, you know, when you consider Vince McMahon as a human being. Yeah, that's not surprising at all. Here's my question. Do you think the XFL has proven successful enough that someone would buy it from McMahon? Oh, I think I think the sample size was too low. I I don't see this coming back around the mountain when she comes next year. Yeah. Before this, I could have seen it. Before the mm-hmm. coronavirus outbreak. I could have seen they write out this season. Yeah, Maybe he's able to sell it before he's inevitably dragged off to prison. Uh, yeah, because Vince put three years of... His money, which may be existent or non-existent. It had to do with, like, Saudi oil barons, right? Yeah, he was, yeah, something with them and something about how he was saying to them that he had the money that he didn't, so his WWE stock would continue to go up and... Yeah, it was like some insider trading BS, like... Yeah. Bad news bears. I just, 
I wish when I remember when those were the weird stories we got on sports. I remember when some third string linebacker on the Browns got arrested for insider trading and <laughs> and that was the weirdest sports news we got that week. <laughs> so you wanna know something that's bananas to me? Okay. Here's what's bananas to me. I literally just read another tweet about this today. We all decided coronavirus was a big deal. When Tom Hanks got it? Well, yeah, but also, like, for the sake of older folks. The reporting has shown older folks are now buying more cruise tickets, buying tickets to Broadway shows, and, like, trying to get to go to more things because it's cheaper and they're less likely to believe the media that it's a big deal. Mm-hmm. And I don't think, again, you can yam at me after this because I I have not been following, like, cable news media that much. Totally but, understandable. But I don't think they've done a, a good enough job of saying that th- to the their elderly base that this will affect you most. I, I feel like that should be said in conjunction with whenever they talk about this disease and how it's spreading like almost instantly just to get the point home that again uh case uh mortality rate for people like 19 to 30 who are go- good health no pre-existing conditions uh 0.2 percent yeah that's still not something anybody should take for granted no that's that's literally one in every 500 people yes if, if, if if you had a wheel uh, like Wheel of Fortune, and there was one red space and 500 green spaces. Like, you may think the odds no, are in your... 499. 499 green spaces, thank you. You're even more likely uh, to die. Like, like, the odds, like, you may... Looking at the wheel, you'd say, well, the odds are in my favor, but I guarantee you none of you listening would t- want to take a spin on that. Yeah. Given that... And if you do, seek help. Uh, like, cause you got some other stuff to work through. Because there's literally no reward... Nope. We're landing on... The reward is you get the status quo. Yeah. You get to continue living. And and Also, like... Sorry, I'm... No, 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 go. This is perfect. I'm sorry to cut you off. Go Uh, ahead. And for those who say it's basically just another flu, uh, do you want a flu for one to two weeks? Like... It's a bad one. Like, like, (laughs) like, sure, you might... Statistics say that there is a chance, a likely chance that you will not have those symptoms after two weeks, but you don't want two weeks of symptoms. Yeah. Like, Not to mention that that rate is with functioning hospitals, that death rate. Also, like, I don't even know what the rate of people who suffer complications is, but like, what that rate is banking on is that you're less likely to suffer pneumonia. And that if you do, with the help of modern medical technology, you like can survive pneumonia. What that rate doesn't account for is the idea that there are going to be less hospital beds and that there might not be one for you and that you might get skipped over even if you get pneumonia because you're young and seem relatively able-bodied. You do not want to put yourself, no one wants to put themselves in the roulette wheel that is triage, right? Because as hard as medical professionals work, as much as all of the ones that I know are buckling down and as much as people are trying to get the word out about what to do, uh, they're going to be through the ringer in the worst, I mean, in the best case scenario. I don't know if you've seen those charts that show the different curves. The whoop and the whoop. Yeah. 
I think that people have done an incredibly good job of getting those out there. Yes. Um, that, to me, made me might take my prevention more seriously. Yes. Uh, th- that chart alone. That chart should be just as that chart should be out there as much as we talk about this. We should get it tattooed on our foreheads. Oh, yeah. Sounds like a good time. Oh, totally. There's no way we regret this if this ever blows over. <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> I'm... <laughs> I at least want an I survived COVID-19 shirt if I survive this. <laughs> can we, can be I survive coronavirus because that's a way cooler name? No, because what if it comes back? What if we got a COVID-20? <laughs> Which, by the way, is not out of the question. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Like The idea that this thing could mutate and come back next year and all of your immunity doesn't matter anymore. Is it? Has has some backing behind it? There's a real non-zero chance. I don't, like, experts aren't quite clear what the chance is, but it's not zero. <laughs> That's concerning. <laughs> oh, Lord. <laughs> oh, God. We're so screwed. In so many levels. One is ESPN likely won't have any live games to show. What should they show in the meantime? So one interesting thing. Here's a block. One interesting thing is there's actually past precedent for this. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's it? a really great episode of The Lead about that from when it seemed like that there wasn't going to be fans in the stadium due to a measles outbreak in 89. Uh, it was um, Siena College. The Siena Saints. And uh, somebody in their conference. Oh, these conferences have changed so much. I, I think it, they played in Connecticut. It's not Hartford. Oral Roberts, maybe? No. Uh, um, let me look. Look, Quinnipiac? No, not Quinnip- Quinnipiac. I'd remember Quinnipiac. I love Quinnipiac. They're the Poles people. <laughs> I like how you know them as the Poles people, and I know them as uh, a perennial Frozen Four contender. <laughs> Frozen Four. Oh, yeah, that's, that's canceled as well. And it might have been... It might not have been Connecticut. And you're leading me down a wrong rabbit hole. Boston University. BU. Which is, incidentally, where Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez went to school. Fun fact. She danced there. Uh, it was the... a political scandal. <laughs> do you remember that? Yes, I do. And people are making all sorts of edits. This is the part where we stop talking about it so that we can keep it in the podcast, right? Yeah. Cool. So, yeah, that's happened before. And, coincidentally... Literally 100 years ago, there wasn't an NHL championship due to the Spanish flu. I think everybody on the Canadians had it at one point. Or like all but the goalie. Go Habs. Habs. Eh. Eh. Montreal. Who I no longer get to see, it sounds like, because they've been canceled. We were going to go to a game when we were up there, and we might not even make the trip. Yeah. Uh, are they are they the ones ones with that whole song? Ale, 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 ale. Yeah, they got the whole song. It's gonna be sad. I wanted to see that in person. Right. Do you have more to say about the BU game? Oh no! It like happened because like the measles broke out because like one guy wasn't vaccinated. Is there a moral to this story, Justin? I'll let the listeners decide if they should vaccinate their children. You should vaccinate your kids. <laughs> Did you hear something? I was laughing at how you... Uh. Do you think I should do this more often? 
<laughs> you sound like... Oh, let's hear what he said on that last lap. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> this episode sponsored by Red Bull, the only thing getting me through the day. Not actually sponsored. We'd like your money there, Red Bull. Please. We'll take Not it. like you're spending it on F1 fuel today, <laughs> so... Seriously, though, if you want to pay us whatever you were going to pay for Stappen for the first race, we'll take it. Oh, God. We'll even go have these on it. Easy. We can have half of it. We'll split the other half of it. I'm it's sure still going to be more than I'm worth. <laughs> Amen to that, brother. Okay, what? Hey, Siri, how much does Max Verstappen make a year? Max Verstappen drives for Red Bull. I know that. You have British Siri? I have Irish Siri. Can you, can you get her in Gaelic? Siri, say something in Gaelic. I can't translate into Gaelic yet. Welsh? Siri, say something in Welsh. I can't translate into Welsh yet. Then what's the point of you? Siri, what's your point? I don't have an answer for that. Is there something else I can't help with? Siri, translate... Siri, say something in Japanese. Okay. What would you like to translate? Oranges. Orange. That was way closer than I thought it would be. <laughs> Me too. That makes a lot of sense. Siri, translate Formula One into Japanese. Formula One. Siri, is Japanese English but weird? <laughs> I can't translate into Japanese English yet. <laughs> Shout out Renji, though. Sorry, I'm still not sure about that. Siri, translate March Madness into Japanese. Yeah, it's just English, but weird. <laughs> Siri, did the Japanese steal our language? <laughs> Vladimir, is that you? Vladimir. Siri, translate College World Series into Russian. <laughs> this is how you say the College World Series in Russian. <laughs> Doha. <laughs> have you seen Burt Kreischer? I know who he is. I've seen his hot ones. I have not seen any of his material. Okay. Though I'll imagine I'll have a lot of time to watch it. Yeah. So, Do you have any Netflix recommendations for people? Um, Trailer Park Boys. Uh, I need to watch that. <laughs> it's it's dumb. If you've got Hulu, watch if, Letterkenny. If, 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 you, if you like Letterkenny, but wish it was dumber, <laughs> and had and used literally no big words ever, Trailer Park Boys. Not that I've seen Letterkenny, but... Letterkenny's a real nice mix of highbrow and lowbrow. Trailer Park Boys sounds like it's it's bottom of the barrel lowbrow. It's if, if if your humor is loud cussing and just <laughs> the cheapest slapstick imaginable, you'll have a grand time. Um, what else would well, I suggest? Uh, Drive to Survive is real good. You should watch the second season of it. Yeah, certain um, podcast co-hosts should watch the second season. I should. I'll have time. Uh, <laughs> I've been watching regular show on Hulu. That's it's pretty good. It's not bad. It's not bad. Pretty good. Uh, the Hulu student thing is going to go through the roof. 
<laughs> Can you imagine how much bank they're about to make? Dude. I'm also going to, like, renew my HBO, because what the hell else am I going to do? I know. Um, ESPN, though, if you're listening, uh, on June 2nd, they're slated to drop the first episode of their 10-part Michael Jordan and the Chicago Bulls documentary. Bruh, drop that now. When are they slated to drop it? June 2nd. You think they'd actually drop it early? Honestly, like, I don't think they will, given TV everything. Do you think it's ready? I'd, I'd hope so. Because they've been advertising this for forever. Well, yeah, but, like, the ad's the first thing you cut. I did not know that. I just... just <laughs> all of my life, I, I assumed when I was seeing a trailer that they were sitting on the finished product. So... <laughs> can we at least get, like, part one and two now, ESPN? Like... <laughs> Yeah, but no, because that doesn't make any sense, because then what are the odds that you're actually going to come back and watch that? Because, so, okay, another very thin silver lining, all of the live sports are going to happen at once. If they happen at all, they will happen at once. They'll get away. You would have to get to, and I don't quite think we're there yet, but you would have to get to, like, next year. Like, next I think you'd have to get the next basketball season before they not have the NBA playoffs. What I think is likely is they're like, because we're on a time crunch, the regular season ended the day that it stopped. Th- that's gonna start the, that's the most reasonable thing to me as well. As Again, I don't believe this man has any info that you and I don't, but that's what Mark Cuban has said. He's that we are going to finish in August if we have to. Yep. I can totally see them like... I could also see, like, a shortened playoffs format. Yes. Like, we're going to take the top four seeds from either side. This is what I think, if the NBA does return, will happen. Um, again, I do, I do not think they're going to cut the regular season off because imagine these guys who haven't played for likely months and just chucking them in the playoffs. They're going to be rusty. So, so, but I so, so I say you keep like six, seven tune-up games. And then you go into the playoffs of one, three, three, three. See, but here's my thing. This year has stopped being about a one, three, three, three. I, I do not think, I, I think as, as, as much as people speculate that the NBA will go to August if they have to, they will push back next season. I think stuff like the draft and stuff like free agency. Yeah. It's once they start sniffing up on the times where those things actually occur, it's gonna be harder and harder to get a season done. I would think one, three, five, seven. That out I I'd, I'd I'd be down with that. I don't think they'd do a finals without seven games. Because bear in mind, it's so unlikely to actually go seven. Mm-hmm. The threes are probably only gonna go two games. If they both finish up early, you can just transport the teams and have them play the next game. Like, teams at this point, like, you know, you spend more money in the front half of the season than you do in the back half of the season to get everything running. Yes. At this point, to make overhead, teams are going to want to play as many games as possible, especially teams who are banking on a playoff run this year. Um, At... Yo, Houston Rockets. Um, the other thing I think they might do is take the top four from either conference and just have extended, like like the same 
length of series that they normally would. Seven. Two sevens. Two sevens. Conference. They start at the conference finals and then go. Mm, no, they wouldn't. No, they'd have three sevens then, right? Because you'd have semis. Oh, oh, I thought you meant finals, the top conference four from finals. The league. No, oh, conference okay. semis. Yeah, I can conference see them finals. That. No, I meant top four from either conference. Yeah, okay. I that think makes that more sense. like if you are within the top four or five teams there is a legitimate chance that you could win. Yes, especially this season. Yeah, because it is so wide open. And that's that's why I think they'd try and run a shortened version. Yes. Because... Of, which suits the Rockets quite a bit. Mm-hmm. This is the first year without a clear front runner since before LeBron was on the heat. So what else are we going to talk about today? Um, my other proposal was if these leagues do very well end up canceled, who better than us to declare the champions? Every sports league, let's go. Every sports league, let's go. Okay, I'm going to start with the NBA. I feel very strongly about this. There is one team, one team, that is definitively not going to win the NBA this year. Golden State Warriors have been locked out of the playoffs. I think that when you look up on, like, Wikipedia or in the NBA archives, who won the title in 2019 or 2020, Forever and ever, it should say, not the Golden State Warriors. That's it. I like that. Yep, not the Warriors. It was emphatically not them. If you want to claim it for your team, go ahead, make up the shirts. You get to share one, what is it without the Warriors? 129th. 129th of a league title. I'd take it, honestly. As long as it ain't the Warriors. Like, if you told me, like, like this year... In the NFL, there are really two camps towards the end of the season. The Patriots and, and not, not the, the Patriots. Patriots. Not the Patriots won, and I was happy. I was thrilled. Me too. Right now, ain't the Warriors. Yeah. Good enough. Good enough. You told me at the beginning of the season it will not be the Warriors. We cool. Yeah. We good. Let's <laughs> not sweat it. I would have anticipated it ending very differently if you told me, hey, dude, I... If me and you, I'll, I'll make you a deal. Warriors aren't going to win the NBA this year. But don't say anymore. I got it. <laughs> I'll take the deal. I'll take the deal. <laughs> Here's my thing with the NBA. The NBA Finals champion gets the trophy. And that's the main thing that signifies you win it besides a piece of text in a record book. Mm-hmm. Speaking of which, there really aren't many record books like physical books out there anymore no no too many dead trees so i think the last team that was holding a trophy can very reasonably stick claim as champions given physical proof of them with the trophy you know who has held a trophy is it the miami heat the miami heats Derek jones jr won the slam dunk contest and was holding up a trophy stop there stop as next the last trophy league. holder next league Miami so, Heat are the NBA champions. Let's go to the and, XFL. And if you want to say other people were holding trophies that night too, Miami Heat won two events that night. Bam Adebayo won the skills challenge, and Buddy Heald of the Kings won the three-point. So the Heat beat the Kings in the finals two games to one. Miami Heat 2020 NBA champs because we have a trophy. Two of them. What other leagues should we claim? Let's talk about the XFL. The XFL. You know, my gut says... You can't go against a 5-0 team and say that they're not league champions. That's that's what the AAF did. Uh, the Orlando Apollos 
were seven and one, far ahead of any other team in the league when the league mm-hmm. folded, and mm-hmm. they made themselves championship rings. I think it's just something that made me think it's just something about teams in Orlando and deciding to claim championships. Yeah. Well, there's no Orlando team, but to keep that spirit alive, the Tampa Bay Vipers will I have a claim. Well, they have the best record at the end of all this? Not even close. But I think that they will try to claim the championship only for the only for the Dallas Roughnecks. The Houston Roughnecks, excuse me. The Dallas team is the Renegades, and they are not very good. The Roughnecks are the 5-0 team. And I believe the Roughnecks and the Vipers will split the championship, but most pundits and and fans will recognize the uh, Roughnecks, and only the small circle in Central Florida will recognize their team as the champions, if if this is ringing any bells to you. <laughs> and I say this as a, a huge UCF stan, so... <laughs> You're really lucky these windows don't open. <laughs> I can't believe you did me like that. I can't believe you did. I can't believe I didn't pick it up until the very end. <laughs> I hate you. I despise. I. <sighs> God almighty. So that's fun. That's a cool story. That was a fun time. Um. Next league, uh, Major League Baseball. I think I think the likelihood of baseball getting outright canceled is by okay. far the lowest. Okay, we won't even do that. But one baseball, then. I think, could very reasonably hold out until after the All Star break and still have an intriguing season. Here's something I know nothing about: the NHL. Ooh, uh, I think uh, I think this is the Habs' year. Based on absolutely nothing, I don't follow that. Go Habs. Go Habs. We just wanted to say Habs. We just want to say Habs. Ale, 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 Montreal. This is going to be like a Montreal-specific podcast when hockey's the first thing to go back. Yes. But, dude, like, can you imagine how hype that first sporting event back is going to be? I don't care if it's like, like, dude, whatever it is, there's going to be a race for it, too. Mm-hmm. Probably. Which could be very dangerous. It could be really bad now that I think about it. Okay, um... Uh, Major League Baseball, we talked about that. Oh, uh, March Madness. So, <laughs> the thing is, uh, Kansas AP number one has the rightful claim to it, but they took themselves out of the tourney before it was officially canceled. So you same are with Duke. And same with Duke. So you are both voided out of any discussion of winning it this year. This leaves us with one option. Hofstra. Nope. Yes. Nope. Dayton. Dayton. The Dayton Flyers. I like that. Miss me with this Hofstra crap. It's the Dayton Flyers. Go Dayton. Go Dayton. Dayton. Uh, Dayton. My reasoning for Hofstra that you didn't ask for is uh, every year in March Madness, normally there's one Cinderella team who you remember just as much as the champions, Mm -hmm. even if they don't officially go down the record books. What up, Loyola? Loyola. Prime example. What up, friggin' uh, Wichita State? Yep. This year. What up? Butler sometimes. Yes. After watching all my useless conference basketball, I believed in my heart that team was going to be Hofstra. So I think Hofstra deserves something because their inevitable Cinderella run will not get to take place. I think they should just claim it. Yep. That wouldn't make me too mad at all. Okay. (laughs) College World Series. Uh, There's only one undefeated team left 
from what I looked at this morning, and I'd, I'd say go Gators. I think they have the reasonable claim to it. Okay, yeah, that's fair enough. It weren't going to be us. It w- was not going to be us. Um, Conference tournaments. Who was going to win the Big Ten? I think we can very reasonably say it was Indiana. They they beat two football players being coached by Doc Sadler. Yeah, that's fair. That's something that no other team yeah. in the Big Ten has done this year. Yeah. Go Habs. Go Habs. <laughs> NASCAR. Wait, no, they're still going on without uh, without without yeah, they're crowds. Going, they're going without fans in Atlanta, which is which has me thinking. Atlanta, shut your whole city down, and let's have the race on the interstate, baby. All those NASCARs oh road racing. NASCAR it. street race? NASCAR street race. There has never been a better time to encourage an entire city to stay inside. And just look out the window and longingly. just look out the window longingly as freaking 40 NASCARs zoom throughout the whole city. Tell me you wouldn't watch that. I would watch the pants off that. Yeah. Holy God. There should be, no, there sh- it should be like a scavenger hunt. Through the entire city. We have to, like, get out and eat a rack of ribs and then, like, get back in and, like, it, it go, like, uh, I don't know, flip off a cardboard cut out of Drew Brees. And then you got to get back in your car. And then you got to go, like, somewhere else and do uh, other Atlanta things. Hug a panda. I don't know. If we make this Atlanta as possible, forget the NASCARs. We're doing straight low-riding caddies, baby. <laughs> But it's actually the thing that gets tracked is not how fast you go, but how many times you made it bounce on the way. Okay. Can we just have like a pimp my ride contest? <laughs> but with the original NASCAR stock bodies. Yes. So it's just like, why is there like a huge V12 engine sticking out of the top of the M&M's car? All chrome. Like I think I'm keeping this. This is beautiful. White rims. Like... <laughs> White wall tires. Candy painted slabs. <laughs> Subwoofers and underlights. Like, yes. What if you got bored in Forza, the NASCAR race? Yes. Need for speed. Undercover will sick Atlanta PD on them. If you get if you get caught, you're done. You're, <laughs> you're out of the done. race, bud. You're out of the race. That's a great idea. Oh, my gosh. This op- opens up so many options. It does. So cities, if you're listening to this, shut it down and race some stuff through it. The As Big and Rich would say, we're coming, we're coming to, to your city. city. We're going to drive our NASCARs <laughs> and sing a country song. Brings me to another idea. The Kentucky Derby. It's probably going to be affected by this in some way. Uh, horse racing is running without crowds. It should run without people in general. That's right, jockeys, you're getting the day off, too. My God, it'd be like the Puppy Bowl. Yeah, we're going to see who the fastest horse really is, boys. You know, lock and load. So my family has a foal, and I really do think that, like... One day? Like, no, no, like, like if that was the case, <laughs> he's not even the right breed to be a racer, but I really do think that he'd just be like, it seems like the fastest way out of this is to go forward. <laughs> And he'd just start walking forward before anybody else figured out what was going on. And he'd make it all the way around. And he'd be like, oh, Rose is lovely. Um, yeah. No. It would just be a dumbest horse contest. Like, which one of you is going to figure out you can walk forward and, like, people will, like, seem happy with you? Like, Not going to lie. In a couple of weeks, I'd sign up for a dumbest horse contest instantly. 
<laughs> Dude, I'm gonna end up watching like like I'm gonna just paint walls to watch beads of paint race each other to the bottom. <laughs> I'm probably gonna put money on it. You think they'll put it on um friggin' uh FanDuel? Like if they televise it, I'll watch it. Yeah, man. What is ESPN gonna do? Like they must be panicked. Their their current plan is all day sports center on ESPN. What are they gonna talk about? That's I I got no clue. And then ESPN2 and ES, ESPN2 will shuffle between ESPN News and those sports centers. And ESPN News will show all the radio shows. Bef- but once it hits 4 o'clock, like, there's nothing. It, it, I think it'll just be straight sports center too until they figure out something else. There's been a heavy cry on them to bring back ESPN Classic. I think that would make the most sense. ESPN Classic is like, we're going to show the Miami-Nebraska game from, like, you know, 1998. Yep. Sounds good. Um, okay, IndyCar. Uh, I feel like we should just give it to Fernando Alonso so that he stops trying. You're aware of who Fernando Alonso is? Not really. Fernando Alonso was a um, Formula One driver for a very long time. Uh, he drove for uh, Renault and then Scuderia Ferrari. And then uh, McLaren. Um, he rather unceremoniously left McLaren, um, but has in the past won the 24-hour at Le Mans, which is, you know, a 24-hour endurance race. I saw Ford v. Ferrari. I am aware. I haven't seen it. Was it, re- was it good? It's, it's about as good as a movie as I could have expected that to be. Okay, fair enough. I'll have to watch it because uh, I love auto racing um, types of it. But Le Mans is really fun to watch. If you ever... You're going to have time. Yes. So watch all 24 hours of Le Mans. I might. I, dude, I, I could literally just watch last year's 24 hours of Le Mans because I got no clue who won. I got no clue who any of these guys even are. I don't think I remember who won last year. Yeah. We can watch it together. We could. It'll be a good time. It'll be a good time. We're going to have nothing better to do. We really won't. Oh, God help us. Uh, <laughs> So, yeah, uh, he's won that and also the Monaco Grand Prix, which uh, are two legs of the Triple Crown of Motorsport. Uh, the third one is the Indy 500. Mm. He has been trying, like an SOB, to win the Indy 500 uh, to varying levels of success uh, every year. It's getting embarrassing. <laughs> he should stop trying. Let's just give this one to him. Yeah, so he stops trying. I like that. Yep, yeah, just give it up. That's give better up, than my ideas. Give up. I like you a lot. I own a hat with your name on it. Give up. Uh, Formula One, I uh, not Mercedes. Let's just give it to not Mercedes. No, I like that. Yep. But we should give the drivers to Lewis Hamilton because it makes him more likely to retire. <laughs> it also makes Sebastian Vettel more likely to retire. Should we split? We like high-profile retirements. Should we just tell both of them that they've won it? No, 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 because that would keep Seb in it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Seb wants to win again. Lewis just wants to match. I mean, wants to just beat Schumacher. Mm-hmm. And then, God willing, he'd quit. And I like Lewis. But it's just boring. We need some employee turnover. Like, it's a problem. Um, Major League Soccer. The team that has not lost a game in the longest time should win. And that is Inter-Miami. True story, bro. Given that they have not lost a game in their literal entire existence, claim it. Have they played a game? Don't ask that question. They have not. (laughs) Okay, fair enough. Why not give it to them? Yeah. International soccer, uh, well, um, it's not going to be Liverpool in the Champions League because we lost. 
It was just really funny listening to Klopp post-game. Like, yeah, they he play a happy. pathetic brand of football. You lost a pathetic brand of football, my G. Yeah, it was, a, it was a bad game. It was not our best game. They do play a pathetic brand of football. This is true. So I'm claiming it for Atletico. Claiming it. All right. You know what? I actually don't hate Atletico. I'm just mad at them currently. But, like, if Atletico goes on to win the thing, whenever it finishes, if it ever finishes... That'd be neat. I, the I, Premier I, League. I, I I think the soccer calendar is more likely to finish it since since I don't know anything about it. But but don't they hold the Champions League that like so many times throughout the year? Like don't they have it like once every six months or something? No, not quite. Like can't they just hold out until the next go around and then just finish it and just play catch up for the rest of their lives? Maybe. But I don't know if you you said you haven't been following the news too much. Um, here's a live look at Europe. <laughs> for for those of you who don't know, it's a dumpster on fire floating away. So gotta love audio mediums. <laughs> no, I really doubt that they will finish the champion. I mean, maybe, possibly. They like what I think they might do is instead of playing two games, because typically they'll play two legs. Oh, and aggregate it. Yeah, maybe they just play the one at a neutral location. None of y'all get your fans. Yeah. Uh, but like Euro twenty twenty has been postponed till twenty twenty one. Which I am makes a lot of sense. I'm really sad about that one. That was hard to read. Yeah, sad, but at least we're getting a Euro. Yes, like, that is better. Like it, like, it would suck to wait another four years for a Euro. Yeah, because in a lot of a lot of times, they're as much fun or more fun than World Cups. Yeah. Um, they're less intense, which I actually like. Mm-hmm. And also, the U.S. can't lose games in it. Easily. can't qualify. Can't, they can't disappoint us by they not being there. cannot not qualify, so that's nice. Um, what else? We've made it through pretty much every spring sport. Uh, sh- should we preemptively predict the Olympics? And <laughs> yeah, uh, they won't happen. Yeah, yeah, that's not. But who would? Who? What's gonna happen? We'd win the medal count. We- yes, we. Let's claim it. I uh, know. I'm like. I think that's reasonable. Yeah. What? What? China's gonna win the medal count in Japan. They're gonna go Nancy Kerrigan on every single one of their athletes. They don't get along. There's gonna be some tiny hard. Are we keeping that? Oh, yeah, absolutely. I don't, yeah. Care. I don't care. They're not friends. This has been rather well documented throughout history. <laughs> if you thought for a minute they were going to catch a break the entire time, you thought wrong. <laughs> That's the definition of unfinished business. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. I think we'd win the medal count. I think Russia would get thrown out somehow. The Olympic athletes from Russia, you mean, since Russia... Are is they a... allowed to compete this time? Russia as a country is not... But the Olympic athletes from Russia oh, are so under a neutral flag. So yeah. Like, yeah, they like couldn't couldn't have won in the medal count anyway. Mm-hmm. Neat. Uh, another idea uh, for IndyCar or Formula One, since I believe this is what this game was based on. Uh, if they have to cancel any Formula One races, which they already have, yep. have outright canceled or just outright postponed? Outright canceled this weekend. All right. Which is sad because it's one of my favorite tracks on the calendar. We settle this in Mario Kart. I think they'll settle it in Formula One online. I think they'll put all of the drivers into an online race at some point. <laughs> Be funny as hell. Uh, interesting. So 
Nick's F1 corner update. Interesting thing I learned today. Apparently, for it to count as a championship season, you have to have eight races. Um, we could definitely get that in in two months. Oh, about time. Uh, speaking of soccer, uh, Carlos Cordero steps down immediately after criticism of language used on behalf of USSF in lawsuit filed by the women's national team. Oh, thank God. I know. Do you want to talk about that? You Like we can, because that's, that's the other big news. That's- Unbelievable. Despicable. Made me angry. I don't think America at this point, I don't think men in America should be allowed to play the beautiful game. We do not deserve it. We do not deserve soccer. If we can't see, if we are not intelligent enough to, to, to appreciate the fact that we have the greatest women's team in the world ever, by far beyond a shadow of a doubt, they could kick the ever-loving hell out of so many men's teams. The number of sports that is true in is zero. The number of women's soccer teams who could beat a good high school men's team is, like, close to zero. Professional women's teams. I am... I can't think coherently about it. I really can't. I can't wrap my head around the idea. Like, I, I, I've been angry about this for a while. Uh, but I cannot wrap my head around the idea that anyone could possibly think that this was, that those women don't deserve to be compensated more than the men. The men that suck. The men that suck and very frequently, and you know what, subtweet me. I don't care if people are mad about this. The men that very frequently show up and don't seem to care that much about the national team. I would vote for Megan Rapinoe for president. I think every single person on that team He's an incredible athlete and an incredible worker and a national treasure. And the fact that we, that the U.S. soccer community, like, I don't think that it's fair for people to say, well, that's the USF. And sure, maybe I don't support women's soccer and think they deserve equal pay, but I sure didn't say that. No, this is on all of our hands. If we're allowing this kind of horse crap at the top of our community, if you care about soccer in the United States, you should be angry about this. I don't care. I don't care. If you're an American who cares about either equality or soccer, preferably both. It's unbelievable. Yeah. Thoughts on that? No, I just pretty much agree with what you say. You, okay. you know more than me. And I'm just like, the men suck. Why aren't you paying the women who don't suck? That's that's the extent of like, Jesus Christ, y'all. It's, yeah. it's so obvious what you're doing that like. Yeah. They literally bring in more money. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they, they're also just, like... So much I would better. understand... I, I might be able to understand if we had the best women women's team in the world by a little bit. It's not by a little bit. It's by an insane margin. They don't lose games. They just don't. Honestly, if if you put together a best of world all stars team and faced them up against the U.S., I still there'd be two other players, Marta from Brazil, and maybe like one English player to make them feel good about themselves. And Marta has retired. Do, do you think that hypothetical all star team could even score a goal against the U.S.? Oh, if you put together the best of every other team, I'm not so sure. I think they'd score a goal. I think we'd score twelve. Yeah. Yep. 
especially during the last World Cup, we looked unflappable. Just yeah, unshakable. We, we could have won by so much more if we if we kept the pedal to the metal always. Like I get that you want to conserve a World Cup win, but just one game. Well, they did for their first game. I forget against two. But for all those games, I wanted to see 11 nothing because it was very possible. The players is off. Yeah, I figured. I, figured. I really thought we might play tomorrow. I The way everything was headed, I, I guess. It, felt, it follows the natural trajectory of the world. What now? So you know how the Prime Minister of Canada and his wife were being tested? Yeah. She tested positive. Which means if they're testing him and he's ill, the odds that he's... <sighs> this is going to be a long couple of weeks. Yeah. Going to be longer than that, probably. Yeah, but the initial... I am glad we got to have some fun yeah. <laughs> in this podcast. Uh, that's what we're going to continue to endeavor to do. Um, but uh, bear with us. That's not always going to be easy. No. And um, Yeah, I'd, I'd say after this goes up, whenever that will be, uh, Lord knows how long it takes me to get these things. We, yeah. we had a podcast go up yesterday that was outdated the second it hit the air, so... <laughs> Yeah, because no one's no one's thinking about Nebraska's spring roster depth right now. Nope. Like no one really cares. JD Spielman's not on the spring roster because there is gonna be no spring roster this year. Like. Yep. And ultimately, after this initial shock of no sports winds down. I do believe there will be a spot where sports will become the least of our worries as a whole society, as as they should be. But we all know, like... That's the, the point is for them to be the least of our worries. The point is, but knowing humanity and how we've always treated these things, they've never been it. So that's why I'm hesitant to say anything will resume. I think that... I think that's just very shocking for a lot of people to hear there will be no sports. But as soon as you start to look at things away from sports, news that isn't sports, this is going to get so, so real, so, so fast for so many people. Yep. It already is. It already is, but... But also, like, hope springs eternal, right? Like, Mm -hmm. yep, PGA is off through the Vallejo Texas Open. We will reassess before the Masters. Mm-hmm. Could could the Masters, is that a thing that could be moved to a different date? I would think, I would think, I would really think so. Yeah, because who cares about what random mid-July tournament, you know? Yeah, you would really think that they'd be able to, like, now, uh, would people at the club, like, be thrilled? Probably not. Is this better than not having it for the club? Absolutely. Yeah, the Masters is the one of the things I'm least worried about not happening, given that there are so many events on the golf calendar this could replace. Hell, swap it out with the PGA if you have to. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. What do you think is the most likely thing not to happen, just so that people can be 
I'd say, of American sports that I follow. Uh, Obviously, March Madness and the College World Series. That's already off. So I'd say I'd say the NBA playoffs would be the next domino to fall. I would think the XFL's the second less likely to finish. Oh, true. I guess they haven't officially canceled yet, but I've I've kind of had it as a foregone conclusion in my mind that this ain't going to work out for them. And the NBA is at least they're saying that they're trying that they will reassess after their one month and see where it goes from there. But again, the Chinese Basketball Association took ten weeks, and that's with how the Chinese government administered their treatments and lockdowns and what have you. So if that happens, it could be 10 weeks if we're lucky before the NBA is in a place where it can continue. Um, And that would put us late May, exactly when the conference finals are stated to tip off. So the NBA could rush out a finish to a season, as we previously discussed. But the sooner... yeah, those things start creeping up, and the more rusty these players get. And, like, if they try to run in 18 playoffs, the Eastern Conference, uh, the seventh seed is the Brooklyn Nets, who have been playing this entire year, most of it, without Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant. If they get both of those players healthy for the playoffs after this, like, three- to four-month break, that's going to be really—that's going to be almost unfair. I get that they are contractually on the team, and— could play whenever they're healthy, but, like, wouldn't that just sort of ruin it almost? I guess it would make it more exciting, but, like, no one's thought of the Nets all year. The next year was always the Nets' year, so for them to, like, use this and go the distance would just feel wrong to me. But, hey, that's a what-do-I-know situation, but I think that if there is another domino that falls and will, that will not be picked back up again, I would say the NBA playoffs would be that thing. Yep. This is going to force people to innovate. Specifically, this show talks about the sports world, so that's what I'm curious about, like, talking here. But, like, mm-hmm. okay, um, maybe we sit back and say, do we really need all those Major League Baseball games? Oh. No. No, we don't. Maybe this is Major League Baseball's moment to cut the season by yeah. a third. Like, honestly, if... Like, if they start early June, late May, which, again, no one knows how this thing is going to play out, but given worldwide, like, if it plays out here exactly how it's played out in the other country I have a reference from, it would would start early June, late May. And that would be a very reasonable length of a baseball season, in my opinion. Like, that, that could force them to say, that wasn't so bad. But, in fact, that was better, and in fact, we got more attention this year. Sure, part of that is because people were starved for sports, but also part of it was probably because, you know, it's easier to pay attention when the games matter. Mm-hmm. Um, I also think that, like, because, you know, one of the things that's interesting to folks in baseball is teams that are on the swing, you know, less less games makes you more likely to be sitting on the swing. Yes. Frankly, there's less time for there to be dispersion into a bunch of wins and a bunch of losses. Is it a worse way to pick the best baseball team? Yes. We're not really out here to pick the best baseball team. 
frankly, we're just not. Like, like I think this, honestly, this is the kind of thing that could reframe how we look at yes. sports. You know? Oh, yeah. Totally reframe how we see this. Not to mention, can you, like, if we really have to go, you know, conservatively two months, ten weeks without sports, um, how much, like you said earlier, are we going to love it when it's back? Oh, my God. If Like, even if the first thing we see back is Mariners Orioles, that country, our country, us, and the entire country is going to be glued onto every pitch yep. the way it hasn't in quite some time. With very rare exception. That series would be as big as um, Indians Cups, that World Series. Easily. Easily. That one game would just... Every eyeball in the nation. Yeah, it's... The first NBA game back. Whenever Because that be. by that point, there's going to be emotional attachment, too. That's going to be a sign of normalcy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like... It's, it's like, albeit to a quite different extent, it's like week zero of college football. Like, you mean, like no, no one good hardly ever plays that week. It's normally right. like Hawaii versus New Mexico State. But fans... Breaks back. But, yeah, the diehards like me will eat that up in an instant just because it's back. But, you know, like I said, sports are going to matter a lot less in these upcoming weeks. I think... There will be an initial period of shock, and then, which is what we're in now, and then within these, within these next two to three days, you know, people are gonna focus more on other things. Hey, like, listeners! Like, like like we've been going on for about two hours, our time. Uh, I'm we gonna can... cut. I'm, I'm gonna cut a lot of this, so it might not be a two-hour pod, but yep. hopefully this puts some things into perspective for you, and hopefully. You, know, you you got a couple laughs out of the the funnier, chunk the, the chunk moments. the chunk we devoted to the funny stuff. We uh, yeah, yeah uh, we wish you all the best. Stay safe. Stay safe. Do do what the health experts tell you to do. Yeah, believe it or not, they know what they're talking about. Yeah, like literally, believe it or not, I'm mm-hmm. telling you. They're telling you. Wash your damn hands. Wash your hands. Don't try not to touch your face. I know it's it's darn near impossible once you start thinking about it because you, you you don't think about it when you touch your face. You really don't. But right. don't do that. Uh, don't go in large crowds. Nope. Oh. There's depending on the number. I don't even know if small crowds will be good in these upcoming days. But uh, currently, the number that seems safe is in our country right now is like. You got like less than a thousand people. You're probably cool. Okay, so if I currently, get it. that's gonna change really quickly. So yeah, uh, keep informed and yeah, uh, stay safe. God bless. See you on the flip. Keep on rocking in the free world.